0: This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Oh, hi hi there Jade. Hey Carly. We're recording a podcast in the studio today and I'm very excited about it. I feel very official. Yeah, we're sitting next to each other.
1: <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's like I can see you in person. I know. I'm life. not looking
0: at you through my phone mm-hmm. on on a video
1: chat. Where every 20 minutes the light in my room turns off. Yeah. The, <laughs> these lights aren't going to turn off, Jade.
0: <laughs> it's very exciting. <gasps>
1: oh.
0: And we're not going to have children crying in the background. Oh, my gosh. Or dogs barking at the UPS man. That's mm. my house right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every I, single time. I feel so like embarrassed looking back at our beginning episodes where Emerson was just constantly talking or crying in them. But like And what I, I was that? like really in cute. panic. I was in panic mode trying to be like, It's all it's all good and cool over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good and cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Now it's just gonna be us crying. That's true. I cry at everything now. Um my pregnancy hormones have been crazy. What what have you cried about? Everything. Like Oh, it's bad. Like, Even- could you smell a flower and be like, "This rose smells amazing"? Prob- it's like, really? probably. Wow. Um, it's like, it's so funny because I asked our Facebook group, like, please, because I was having a really bad day and I was just crying about everything. I was like, please tell me all the really embarrassing, funny stories of the things you cried over when you were pregnant so I can feel better. Oh my gosh, what would they say? They're hilarious. Actually, we should probably look them up and read them because there's some really, really funny ones.
0: I saw Tanner said something like, these are really good. And then I think I clicked off my phone or something. They'll yeah. was probably on my phone.
1: Um, right now it's just been everything. So I remember one funny story with Emerson when I was pregnant with her was I really wanted to go on a walk with my dogs that day and it was raining and actually I cried a lot in the parking lot for the grocery store when I was pregnant (laughs) but I was just bawling and I could not stop at the grocery store. Like I was supposed to go in and get groceries and I was like, it's raining and I can't take my dogs for a walk. And it was like, it was like the end of the world. That's... Did you not, were you not that way? I don't think so. I am uh, this pregnancy too. It's worse. This pregnancy is more intense in every way. I don't know. I feel like I can't I maybe I like blocked a lot of it out. That's
0: true. You forget a lot. But I feel like I I have a bad memory anyway and I feel like maybe I forgot the bad
1: things. Yeah. No, that's to- that totally is what happens. That's why we still think we want more children. That's it. <laughs> It's kind of unfair. (laughs) Because you forget. (laughs) It's kind of unfair. Like those
0: people with the good memories are like, should I? And we're like, let's do it again. Oh, this is what it was like.
1: I mean, do you remember what it was like the newborn stage was like really anymore?
0: Yeah. You do? You know what? I remember that a lot better than I remember pregnancy. Wow. Is is that weird? I don't know. I just forget like. I feel like I was in a cloud, but also like, I mean, I remember the nights like. All, I remember all of those nights. They were hard yeah. nights.
1: Emerson's been really sick and um, she had, she's had a really bad cough. And so I was worried about her breathing. And so I slept on the floor in her nursery two nights ago and in the toddler dock I don't even understand <laughs> how that makes sense. Can you please explain to me where <laughs> your, like your head was? My head, pl- my head was on like the top pillow part oh, okay. right here. But and still. then my body was kind of like curved in it and then I had my legs kind of like veed over one of the pillow sides and it actually know. wasn't that uncomfortable which I'm surprised especially being pregnant but um where was I going with this um she has been very sick yeah I don't know I lost my train of thought
0: um how you <laughs> forgot about we forgot so this let's, yes yeah okay you guys this go. is mom brain we at its
1: finest mom brain's a real thing Oh, 100%. Um, But yeah, so she, every time she would cough in her sleep, it would wake her up and it would wake me up because I was so nervous that she wasn't going to be able to breathe because her nose was stuffy. She was really, the cough sounded really phlegmy. Like there's a lot of fluid in there. And so I was honestly up every 30 to 45 minutes, I feel, and I didn't get any good, any quality sleep at all. And the next morning I felt that fog hangover feeling kind of, and I was like, well, I guess I'm just preparing myself for what it's going to be like with a newborn again, because this is what it's like every day when it you is. have a newborn. It is that. Head, and I, but I forgot head head how that feeling. Felt. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, the, yeah, the
0: no sleep feeling is like, it's nausea. It really, like you feel so nauseous, just like when you have too much tequila.
1: Mm-hmm. And your, your head feels kind of heavy. I always uh-huh. feel like my brain is very heavy sitting in my head. Does that make sense? Yes. And it just, it's just like sloshing in there and you can't concentrate or focus.
0: If you don't have kids, you understand the hangover feeling. It's the same. That's but think about feeling hungover def- every single day, like pretty much all s- day.
1: Yeah. It's the sleep deprivation. It's, it's sad. Just, wow. That's very sad.
0: Um, okay. So we have Anna Victoria on today. I'm getting out of the, out of the <laughs> sadness headspace yep. um, actually, but we are going to talk about something else that's... Uh, that's heavy in a second, but, um, we have Anna Victorian who, uh, is a fitness and health guru and she's opened up about her infertility recently. And, um, I'm really excited because this topic needs, needs to be talked about more. You know, we have so many, um, as women, we have so many struggles that I feel like people are just keeping silent because Mm -hmm. they don't know, I don't know. They don't know how the world is going to react and how that's going to make them feel or if they they can allow themselves to be vulnerable enough to talk about it. And I just think it's amazing that we are, we are opening up about topics, especially on this podcast, yeah. that,
1: that women need to, you know, talk about. I think it's just hard as a woman because when we're emotional or when we're vulnerable, like we automatically get labeled with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if we're angry... We're T C H, you know. Like if we're, I love that you're spelling. I know like I, we're children. Well, I appreciate is, that. This isn't the family that is category. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do some kids in the back. B i t c h. A lot of moms listen to this and they're in sorry their guys. Cars when they <laughs> are going to pick up their kids. So, but if we're vulnerable, then we're weak, you know. Right. Or Ugh. if so unfair. If we defend ourselves and we're just defensive instead right. of just being like. Why can't we just talk and let it be? And this, this is real life. Right. This is what we're all feeling, and we feel like we can't even talk about it.
0: Um, can we talk about something you've been very vulnerable and open yes, with?
1: But I may cry. That's
0: okay. <laughs> These hormones, man. Jada, you you should cry. It's yeah. it's a it's a hard topic. So you just came out recently um, with a YouTube video, and uh, you were also on Caitlin's podcast talking about. When you met Tanner in paradise, mm-hmm. um, you got pregnant and, um, you ended up having a miscarriage and I mean, you haven't talked about that. You've been married now for how many years?
1: Uh, it was three years in January. No way. I and know. then,
0: I mean, what, you met him like six months before that. So this is... almost four years. That's
1: crazy. I know.
0: Um, and I'm like the only person that even knew. Yeah. Um, but can you can you tell us a little bit about that time? And
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's funny because it happened. And I remember, I think I was in Kansas City, and I had not gotten my period yet. And so Tanner and I went out and got pregnancy tests. And I took one that night because he was so on me about it. Right. And it came back negative. So we were like, oh, this is a relief. Like maybe maybe we're fine. And then I just had this feeling and I was like, you know what, I'm going to drink a bunch of water before I go to bed and take one in the morning. And I took it in the morning and it was positive. And it was just so confusing. It was just like, we had just met. Right. And we were newly engaged and the show was still airing. So the show was airing at the time. I th- Pretty sure. And didn't you guys
0: only have sex one
1: time? We only had we only had sex one time. That That's, was the crazy thing. So it was on our date in tequila, and we had a little too much tequila.
0: It happens.
1: <laughs> went in went in tequila. <laughs> I mean, and uh, it actually, I mean, Tanner's been comfortable with this, but like, it wasn't like it was kind of first time nerve sex. Like he really yeah. didn't perform. Let me tell you, <laughs> so oh, I didn't Tanner. know. I just was like, there's. There's There's nothing to worry about. I know we weren't careful. We weren't being good humans and responsible humans. Um, And then now we're dealing with this unplanned pregnancy. Right. And it was really hard because we we loved each other, obviously. And we were going to try to make it work no matter what. But it was also like, I don't really, really know you in the real world yet. And now we have this baby that could happen and we're going to start be starting a family like what right and there was a lot of emotions I mean if I talk about it there was definitely like anger and frustration and there were points where even Tanner was like um I will I don't know like what are we going to do and so it was just it was a lot and then on top of that right when we finally I think we're coming to terms with wanting, wanting it and being happy about it, I had a miscarriage. And so that was like hard to navigate. Right. And I think we really just like put, put it under the rug because we were afraid. I mean, I hate to say that, but we were afraid of what people would think of us. And the show was still airing and everyone thought we were like this great couple and we were a couple goals and we were like the perfect success story off of paradise. And here we were with this secret kind of, I didn't tell anybody, but you, I remember I was like, I have to get this off my chest to somebody and you were there through a whole I mean, we were there for each other. I keep getting shows right now. Yeah. You know, nobody understands what it's like to be filming And so I was like, the only person I feel like who could really understand me because we talk about everything. Right. (laughs) And I was having lots of sex in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those were great stories. Yeah, those are interesting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I remember you calling me and obviously like, I didn't, I mean, all I knew to do was just listen because I didn't, I'd never been pregnant. I'd, I'd never been engaged. I didn't have any advice. I didn't, I was just like, okay, sh- I can just listen and support, yeah, you know, support you through this. Um, but I mean, you were living in Kansas City. You didn't know anyone. You just had Tanner. You had a secret. You were trying to navigate through like this whole new relationship and it exploding on TV. And really the, you yeah. know, the magnifying glass was on you.
1: I even, so at this point, because the show is still airing, they didn't want people to know that Tanner and I were together, possibly. If you remember, there was like a teaser that looks like he breaks up with me. Right. And so I was not allowed to be out in public with him. So I was literally hiding in his house for two, three weeks at one point. And I had to go to the doctor. And I remember being so embarrassed that I was at the doctor's and that all these women might know who I am. Mm -hmm. and, And all that stuff. So it was just really it was just really hard because we couldn't feel like we could be open about it at all. And I think Tanner didn't know how to deal with any of his feelings and he just didn't connect with any of it at that point. So I was like, well, I can't even talk to him right now about it. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm just going to like be okay. Like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to move on. Like I just, life keeps moving. So I have to keep moving. And then I got pregnant with Emerson like a year and a half later. And that was a really easy pregnant. Like we got pregnant right away pretty much. And then I had her and I realized how amazing... A life, sorry, okay. a life is. Um, I
0: remember when you had Emerson, I remember you texting me and saying, this is so weird. Cause I remember I had this thought one day. I wonder if Jade thinks about the miscarriage she had and about that baby's life, um, how often she thinks about that. And you texted me that day and said, um, I like, I love Emerson so much and she's the biggest blessing ever. But you know, I've been thinking a lot about um, the the baby that I miscarried. And I remember being like, whoa, Jade, like we are so connected. I just like, I just I thought about this. that this morning, but I didn't want to text you it because I didn't know if that's something you even wanted to talk about. Right. Um, so what made what made you and Tanner... What made you guys feel like th- it was time to um, to talk about it?
1: I think it's just because um, my first experience being, I guess, well, carrying a baby full term and having Emerson, my pregnancy was great. Like, I really loved it and, and everything. But this pregnancy has been a lot of anxiety for me. And I've been really, really nervous about miscarrying the baby. And I feel like that's a lot of old feelings that are kind of coming back to surface. Mm-hmm. And so I've been like, Tanner's like, you've been so emotional and moody and everything. He's like, what's going on? And so I finally was like, I think this is just what's going on in me. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, we had a real conversation about it in a long time. Like I would talk to him and be like, oh yeah, like today I'm like, you ever wonder what that baby would be like? And we've talked about stuff like that, but not like real where he's gotten real with his feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, if you don't mind, I was like, I think I kind of want to talk about this soon. And so Caitlin's podcast was coming up and I was like, I feel like this would be a good platform because she's all about like women supporting women and empowering women. And that's what we're about too. Right. And um, I went on and I kind of briefly talked about it, but it kind of cracked it open. Right. And so then Tanner and I decided to make a YouTube video and he talked a lot about his feelings too, which was really healing because I had I thought he didn't really care. Mm -hmm. And that was just the way he was coping. Right. So Um, it's been really great, but it's all still, there's a lot that I'm still dealing with right now. And um, it's just funny because I guess there's just really, it just shows you there's no time of reference, reference of time, I guess for when you deal with things or how you heal or grieve or whether they really go away. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's been good though. I feel like a lot of weight has been lifted off of me being able to share our truth and that it happened and that it mattered.
0: Um, do you feel like by sharing that the, f- the fears that you've been having about miscarriage during this pregnancy have also like left? In a way? No.
1: No? I don't think so. Um, I don't... I just had a lot more anxiety this pregnancy. Um, I tell Tanner all the time, I'm like, no, I'm just going to be that wife that ends up on Xanax. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I think the, the extra is like having a toddler and everything and being responsible for a toddler and then trying to take care of myself and then knowing that eventually... I'm not going to be able to give all my time to Emerson it also adds to everything. That's mm-hmm. like so many layers, you know, but I also
0: think too, like, and I don't know, cause I'm, I am not pregnant with a second child, but knowing how much you love your child, yeah, like you already love the child inside of you. So you just want to meet this baby so mm-hmm. bad that maybe that does add to the stress of it because you already know how much you're going to love this child.
1: Yeah, and I think actually when you were talking about whether it's helped me or whatever, I feel it's funny because Tanner and I were trying for 10 months and the the trying to conceive part had gotten really emotional and a struggle for us. But then when I got pregnant, Tanner was so excited and I actually wasn't. And so I was like, what's wrong with me? Like I've been Mm. wanting this for almost a year and now I'm not excited. And I think it was because... I had all these feelings in right. me. And so now that I've dealt with them, I feel like so much more connected to my baby, which I felt super connected with Emerson. Uh-huh. And so now I feel, I feel like I can love on the baby more. And so maybe that was kind of what was happening mm-hmm. because I don't know, it was weird. I just wasn't feeling as connected. And maybe that's, that was why, because there was everything was bubbling in me.
0: Well, I think it's, I think, I mean I'm so glad that you have talked about it because I also feel like there's so many people that that aren't talking about miscarriage and it needs to be brought to the forefront because like it's it's a very emotional thing yeah. and it affects it affects everything it affects your relationship it affects your body it affects your your psyche it affects your pregnancies it it affects everything and it needs and we need to talk about it and we need to um not feel ashamed. And we need to know for ourselves that it does matter because it really yeah. matters. You guys, it, it's, it's a baby. Yeah. Um, and, um, I just think it's beautiful that you guys decided to, to thank share. Thank you.
1: thank you. It was really hard, but I am so glad we did it now. Um, cause it was, I, like I said, I didn't even, we didn't even tell our family cause I didn't even know how to have that conversation. Right. And so now like they've been awesome through it yeah yeah (laughs) I love you I
0: love you I think you're really brave
1: thank you and I actually want to tell women out there that if they've gone through even like because I had a chemical pregnancy too a chemical pregnancy a miscarriage a loss of any sort like you don't have to tell anybody either like it's not like you you must tell somebody to feel better but it it's on your own terms and don't feel ashamed for that because it took me three years, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> three and a half years. Um, but the f- talking does feel good. It does feel cathartic. And I also feel like it's honoring our baby that I never really did. Yeah.
0: I love you. Um, we will, we, we, I'm going to let Jade have a, a little a moment to breathe. Um, We are going to come back and we're going to uh, also talk about a lot of um, infertility issues and um, a lot of other things with Anna Victoria. And I just wanted to thank Jade again for being so open and vulnerable. And um, we will come back after the break. And now it's time for our segment, Jade and Carly Pay for Emmy and Bella's College Education. Do you ever have those nights that it's so so hard to fall asleep because you're like you have major stress and anxiety from what happened that day or like in in the future the stress about that <laughs> which is like me every single day um and no matter what I do like it just does, nothing helps but i found calming comfort blanket by sharper image and it's like this luxurious weighted blanket that actually helps you relax and you can fall asleep and stay
1: asleep naturally I actually suffer from anxiety, and um, this blanket makes you feel hugged. I and love it, being hugged. Yeah, it's just this really calming, comforting sense, and it really does kind of let all those like sensory nerves just calm down, and I do sleep better with it. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite things, and I don't share mine with Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, get off my blanket. This is not yours. The Calm Comfort is designed with high-density comfort fill to provide exactly the right amount of weight to help your body relax. It mimics the soothing feeling of being hugged less for less stress and a restful night's sleep. And they come in different weights. So I have the 15-pound, but they come in 15, 20, and 25-pound blankets. And they recommend that you get them between 7% to 12% of your body weight if you're wondering what to get when you're ordering. They also have kid sizes but no way yeah isn't that the coolest thing and because
0: I feel like kids always make things really messy they also are 100% machine washable and dryer safe
1: I love that because when I was a kid I used to sleep with like three or four blankets on me and that's probably why I probably needed it to help reduce any kind of anxiety or stress I had as a kid which you don't think kids have you you know you hope your kid's not feeling right and anxious but kids still do have kid problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's really common these days. Um, but luckily, they've designed one for kids, which is amazing. And uh, the Calming Comfort weighted blanket comes with a 90-day anxiety-free, stress-free Best night's sleep of your life guaranteed, and it's from Sharper Image. And right now, for our listeners, you can go to calmingcomfortblanket.com, use promo code MOMMIES at checkout to receive 15% off the displayed price. Again, that's calmingcomfortblanket.com, promo code MOMMIES. And because you can't put a price tag on a great night's sleep, go online now at calmingcomfortblanket.com and use promo code MOMMIES for your special discount today. Jade, how much time do you have in the morning to make breakfast? (laughs) I laugh because it's just a ridiculous question.
1: Well, my problem is, is I could probably have time to make breakfast, but then I would turn around and Emerson would have the whole living room a disaster. Oh, yeah. And then (laughs) you would be eating breakfast and then it would be cold. That's true. But... Daily Harvest now has these smoothies that I've ordered that they come with all the ingredients already in a little cup, fully prepared for you. You, They're they're in your freezer. You can pull them right out, stick them in the blender and bam, you have a nutritious meal for breakfast. You can even, you're even getting your vegetables. That's amazing.
0: You know, what's so funny is, okay, I, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see ads, well, I saw an ad for Daily Harvest, like, and it was just this person that was, This beautiful model, it looked like, was pulling this out of the freezer, throwing it in the blender, and it looked so delicious. And I was like, I've got to try this. And Jade was like, oh, my gosh, I eat these. And so now I've tried them, and it's one of the best finds I have ever found.
1: Well, Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies. Also, they do savory bowls, overnight oats, and more built on fruits and vegetables. So you know that you're, you're getting something delicious. Yeah, it's, it's
0: literally the easiest, most delicious, delectable way to load up on fruits and vegetables first thing in the morning before bed or like actually any time ever. Um, and you can go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code mommies to get three free cups in your first box.
1: That's amazing. That's promo code mommies for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Welcome back to the pod, you guys. Um, Carly and I are here with Anna Victoria.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Yeah.
1: Um, Most people will probably know you from Instagram. You're definitely Fitspiration. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. um, We wanted to just kind of start this podcast out with you because... We want to talk a lot about your life because you've had an amazing life journey, I feel like, your transformation physically and your journey with your body. And then I want to talk about your husband because you guys (laughs) are a couple goals. Oh, my gosh. But also, you have been so open lately um, about trying to start a family with your husband and how difficult that's been for you. Yeah. And I guess if you want to talk a little bit about that, I'd love to hear more just because... I've read some of the articles and you've been so vulnerable and I know our listeners can definitely relate to what you're going through.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Where, which part should I start with? Anywhere you want. I mean, okay. I can start with how, with, you know, my husband and like how we met and everything else. Yes, I want to know all short. the details. Yes. Okay. You know, be careful Don't. asking all the details because it can turn into <laughs> a story. So I'll try to keep it short. So pretty much um, I'm from Northern California, a small town outside of Sacramento Um, I went to school in San Diego and they had a study abroad program. So for anyone that doesn't know, my husband is from Rome, like born and raised Italian. This is so romantic. (laughs) And I never in my life thought that I would study abroad or ever go abroad. Like that just wasn't something that you did where I'm from, you know, a small town. Yeah. And um, so I had a three week study abroad program. I was working full time at the time. Um, putting myself through college. There was no way that I could do it like a semester abroad. It was like, yeah, right. I have to pay the bills, like, you know, not going to happen. So there's this three week program. Um, I could do that. You know, I got the approval from my bosses to go take kind of like a sabbatical. It was actually a very like abnormal thing to just like let an employee go for three weeks. And, um, pretty much I had a mutual friend in Rome. So I met a girl um, in San Diego that was studying from Milan and she said, hey, when you're in Rome, you should meet one of my friends. And it wasn't my husband, it was his best friend, but he brought him along. I want to say Sparks fired when we met, but they didn't. Like, (gasps) not for me. For him, (laughs) they did. I was just like, like, I'm in Italy, like, enjoying life. This is never going to happen again. So he asked me out to dinner, and I said yes. And pretty much, long story short, we did eventually hit it off. Um, The crazy thing is that he was moving to San Diego six months later anyways. Stop. Mm -hmm.
1: That's wild. Okay, I was wondering because... He's obviously in Europe and you're
2: here. And it was like, how was that working? Yeah. So we did long distance for six months. And then I pretty much taught him English in that time frame. Like he didn't speak English. Wait, really? Hold on wait, a second. Wait,
0: when you when you had dinner, how did you communicate? Ah, uh, body language. <laughs> no, I'm just Stop kidding. It. No, Ooh, he that's did. really sexy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did speak enough broken English. And my mom's husband doesn't speak English very well. And so like I've always kind of grown up around like really learning how to communicate when someone's not a native English speaker. And yeah. so with him it was just kind of the same thing and We didn't seem to have any problems communicating. And uh, so, yeah. So, and my mom's also an English teacher. So, like, I kind of, you know, have a little bit of that in me from her. And so, when we were Skyping twice a day, I really was, like, teaching him English. That is so cool.
1: Yeah. It's so sweet. <laughs> I, so this is, is
0: nothing like that, but I dated, I was a singer on cruise ships and I dated this guy that was Russian that oh. also like spoke, I mean, I think he said 10 words in English. Wow. And I used to draw like pictures. I'd draw like a cat and I'd be like, cat. And he'd be like, cationic. And I'd be like, oh. ooh, now I know the word cat. Oh. And But I totally agree. It was one of the most fun relationships I have mm-hmm. ever had, but... Yeah, it was like there people would be like how how do you guys communicate? I'm like we still do. Yeah. But it's like in a different way. Yeah. But it
2: was so fun. Yeah. And it's exciting because it's like, you know, it's just a completely different type of relationship and discovering. Totally. Yeah. Um, So pretty much he moved to San Diego. We were there for about seven months together. I graduated and he was like his student visa was expiring. He moved to study English um, at UCSD and uh, his visa was expiring. And he's like, well, you know, like, what are we doing here? What do you want to do? And I was like, Let's get out of here. Like, let's, we actually moved to China for a year. Wow. (laughs) This is amazing. What a fun (laughs) life. So he, um, his family in Rome, his family business is in the hospitality industry. So they own like some small hotels in Rome. And so he wanted to do his master's program. Um, It was a Swiss school, but they have locations all around the world. And we chose Shanghai. And so I went to study Mandarin for the year. He went to get his master's. Genuinely at this point in time in my life, I was like, I have been working since I'm six I was sixteen years old. I've been putting myself through college literally seven AM to ten PM every day for years. Like I wanna go and just live my life. I took out student loans. Uh, no, I took out a loan for my four oh one K to go. Wow. wow because I didn't have Yeah. The money to support myself. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I'll pay my 401k back, you know, at some point. So oh my gosh. moved to China for a year. Then we moved to Rome after that because he had to go back and work in his family hotel lived there for three years, got married, and then moved back to LA. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Do you speak some Italian then? Yeah, I speak probably about like, I would say 75% Italian. Like (sighs) it was like 80, 85% when I was living there. I was like almost fluent, but it's been two and a half years. And he doesn't, he's not reciprocating the like teacher, like (laughs) dynamic. He Ah. just, it's a personality thing. Like I'm the one that I'm like, no, repeat it. You know, and he's like- I don't know how to translate. Yeah. It's okay. It's just say it in English. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, we actually. Well, my husband he's quite a bit Sicilian, and Evan's oh, Sicilian yeah. too. Isn't his he?
0: Uh, where is it? His mom's is it Sicily? I don't. I can't remember. But yeah. his mom's parents are from Italy. I
1: had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's we amazing. All i also, Italian
0: men. Also, yeah. Italy is my. I mean, my favorite place I've ever traveled, and I'm I'm pretty well traveled. I yeah. love Italy. Yeah. So oh. okay,
1: you've been to Italy. Good. Yes, I love it. Jade, have you been? Yeah, actually, um, I went like 10 years ago. I backpacked through, but it's been a long time. I want to go again. We were going to try to go in May, but I don't know if it's working out. We're I mean, I have a toddler and yeah. we're we're going to Hawaii in a couple weeks, and if that works out, then maybe we'll consider it. But yeah.
2: traveling with a toddler on a it's, plane. It's really not I'm sure crazy. We'll actually be there in May. So if you do oh, you go. Are? Oh my, gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. know you probably
0: don't because this is like ridiculous, but do you know the musical Light in the Piazza? No. It's about this girl no. who goes to Italy and falls in love with a the oh man, they get God. married, and it's all just reminding me of that because yeah. it's just the most beautiful love
2: story ever. Isn't there a Lizzie McGuire? Oh, the yeah. Lucy movie. You yes. look like
1: for the real life
2: Lucy McGuire. <laughs> That's what I'm told. I've never seen it, but I'm told <laughs> that I actually have a happy ending, and I guess she didn't. Oh, so, no. yeah. We like happy endings there's yeah.
1: A Room with a View. Isn't that a movie about it's, it's Audrey Hepburn in it? It's an old movie. It's about someone who is in Florence who falls in love like that, too. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. All those old movies oh, are yeah. so romantic. Letters <laughs> to
0: Juliet. I don't
1: know. Have (laughs) you seen that? Oh, that's a good one, too. Just catch up on your Italian movies here. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear your
2: guys' proposal story because I heard it's pretty romantic. Yeah. So, oh, gosh, how long? That was in 2015. Um, So pretty much, again, long story short, I was in the U.S. for, I think, some work stuff. And then I was, of course, going to see my family. And so I went to Northern California. And my best friend who lives in L.A., she was like, hey, we have a work event for my boyfriend. Um, it's like a cocktail party. We're going to get all dressed up in San Francisco. And do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm, you know, haven't seen my best friend in so long. And of course, Dressing up not. is fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so they get me to San Francisco. I We spend the day getting our hair done, our makeup done, going shopping. And I'm oblivious, like completely oblivious. <laughs> and... I get to the location of the event. It's It was at, the, I think, the Lowe's Hotel. They might have changed it, but it was at, on, like, the 50th floor. And I walk outside, and I see Luca on the balcony with a mini orchestra playing uh, Conte Partiro, which is an Andrea Bocelli song, and it's, like, one of our songs, and a, an opera singer singing it. And, yeah, I just see him, and I was seriously just like— wow. What he really is a bit much like I and I love it. You know, it's not bad, <laughs> but he pulls out all the stops like it's oh. kind of his thing. And he's done it so many times. that He's like, I can't surprise you for another 10 years because you're just going to be expecting it like every birthday. So, yeah. So I walk out and he does a little speech. And oh, my he- God. Then he, yeah, asks me to marry him. And the speech was in Italian? It was in English. Yeah, it was in English. I'm imagining things in my brain. Yeah, And we were on a balcony. So he pulls me into himself. I'm... I'm like looking over his shoulder at the view. And then there's a video of it so you can see it. And he like does this. I, I can't see it at the time because we're hugging. And he's um, gesturing all my family to come out. <gasps> oh, my, I just got the chills. Yeah. And oh, he— so, I love him. I, I'm one of seven. So oh, wow. I have a lot of siblings, yeah. And uh, my some of my best friends were there. And so it, he tells me, turn around. And I was like, what? And he's like, turn around. And I look and I just like— Lose it, of course. So it was a really beautiful moment for our families.
0: Oh family. my gosh, that is yeah. so romantic, isn't it? That's a movie.
1: I mean, there's a lot of men out there that have to live up to that. No kidding. Evan and Tanner now need to do something really romantic
0: for us. <laughs> yeah, they, they can message Luca for ideas. Yes, he'll help them out. Yes. they have that Italian blood in them. Yeah. You know, they just need to let the it passion. Yeah, the, yeah. His mom always
1: talks about the Italian passion, yes. but he needs to get in touch with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need Luca. We yeah. need him. <laughs> That's funny. And now another installment of Jade and Carly pay for Emmy and Bella's college education. There are three things every
0: homeowner wants their home to be right. Smarter, safer. And more fun. Well, what if I told you One Link by First Alert has you covered? Well, first, meet your family's new best friend, the One Link Safe and Sound, a hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker and Alexa enabled, all in one sleek device, built with the First Alert safety technology and providing an immersive,
1: great sound experience. The Safe and Sound elevates any home. But it gets better. One Link by First Alert also offers the One Link smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm that work with the One Link safe and sound. The device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide. If smoke or carbon monoxide is detected in the home, the smart alarm will notify you via exclusive voice and location technology... And send a notification to your smartphone, whether home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection and One Link by First Alert welcomes you a smarter, safer home. Visit onelink.firstalert.com for more information. Carly, can I be honest with you really quick? Oh, please do. <laughs> I think you know this about me, but I would rather go braless than wear a terrible bra. And now I don't have to worry about that because um, you and I have third love bras and they're amazing because they're made specifically for your boob type or shape. Yes. And they don't, I don't even feel like I'm wearing a bra. It just fits
0: my body that right. I totally agree with you. And my boobs, since having Bella, are, I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest with you, Jade. They're a little <laughs> bit saggier. That happens. Listen, my boobs have always been pretty saggy, but now they're... They are very
1: saggy, and but you can't tell when I'm wearing one of these bras. They look perky as can be. You and I actually have the same bra. It's their balconet bra, the lace one. It's so sexy. It's so sexy and so beautiful, and it does. It just kind of holds the girls up. It does, in a beautiful way. <laughs> um, Third Love, also, they do a perfect fit quiz, and... They used data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and a premium feel. And they have more sizes than any other brands out there. Yeah, they offer more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup size. Which actually, I, I'm throwing this out there, but Ashley Akinetti told me she's a half cup size.
0: Really? Yeah. She wears Interesting she wears these to bras know too. about <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> um, and there's a 100% fit guarantee. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. You don't love it. You just return it, which you will love it. You're not going to return it. And third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need if you don't like it. Isn't that so amazing? That's amazing. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's seriously hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. And the straps don't slip.
1: Which is a big deal. It's a huge deal. They also have easy returns and exchanges, there, and they're free. So if you don't like it, it's free to return it. Third Love knows is a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com
0: slash mommies now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash mommies for
1: 15% off today.
2: Um so now you guys have been married for how long? Yeah, so um, our three-year anniversary is in the middle of May and so that's what we're, we're going to go to Lake Como for our wedding. We haven't been yet, so.
1: Okay, um, yeah, my mom always has wanted, that's like her dream place to travel is Lake yeah. Como, so someday that's like on my bucket list, take my mom there because I've yeah. heard it's breathtaking.
2: Yeah, us yeah. too, and I've, Luca hasn't been either, so we're both really excited. Um, So yeah, we've been married for almost three years. We, so I can get to the trying to conceive part of this. Um, so, so pretty much we started um, trying January 2017. Being one of seven kids, I never thought it was going to be a problem. It was like, I remember having conversations with girlfriends of like, yeah, we're going to start trying like later in the year, knowing that we already trying. So I was like, oh, I'm going to surprise them. And, you know, just mm-hmm. like, oh, actually I'm pregnant, you know, but that didn't happen. It's been 15 months now. And um, we started seeking fertility treatments at the 12-month mark. And I've done two IUIs. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar. What with, is an IUI? Um, so an IUI is an intrauterine insemination. So okay. it's one step below IVF. Okay. Okay. So it's where they inject me, you know, instead of taking the things out and fertilizing them gotcha. outside and okay. then inserting them. Yeah. Um. So I did two. Both were unsuccessful. And so uh, after the second one that, you know, we found it wasn't successful, I did an HSG procedure. It stands for a really long word that I cannot pronounce, (laughs) but it pretty much is where they take an x-ray of your fallopian tubes to see if there are any blockages. And they insert black dye to run through your fallopian tubes to see if there are any blockages. They take that x-ray. And yeah, so I did that. Everything came back clear. So it's unexplained infertility is what they call it. And it's a really huge thing that like actually a lot of women struggle with and no one talks about it Mm because it it feels shameful. You know, it feels like I'm a woman. This is the one thing my body is made to do and it's not doing it. And so that is why I wanted to share about it because my, aside from like this being such a personal and taboo topic, like my whole, I don't want to call it my brand. I feel like that's really pretentious because it's just like, <laughs> it's just me, you know, it's just like my life that I'm store. sharing. Right. Yeah. its I never set out on Instagram to become like oh, the dreaded word influencer, you know, like that was yeah, never yeah. my intention. It was just me sharing like, hey, I've never worked out before in my life. I actually hate it, but I have to do it. I I was having health problems and it just happened to be when Instagram was getting really popular and I just like kind of grew and grew and grew. And and so I've always kind of shared just like the really raw side of my fitness journey of like, I'll say like, I do not want to work out today. I'm going to do it anyways. Or some days I don't want to work out today and I'm not going to do it. (laughs) You know, I think it's really important to show the real side of it because growing up, In the US, I I looked at fitness as something that was like people thought they were better than you because they worked out and ate healthy and that it just, they had this like perfect, you know, life of like, I look great. I feel great. I have no problems in life. And I just Mm -hmm. couldn't really vibe with that at all. It just didn't speak to me. And so when I did start my fitness journey, For health reasons, the physical came and that's great, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that both sides have an equal weight, but I wanted to show that like there are struggles on both sides of the journey. So anyways, I knew once I noticed that we were having trouble conceiving or that it wasn't as easy as I expected it to be. I knew that I was going to want to talk about it at some point, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't sure when. It's it's a, it is a pretty big thing to talk about, and I didn't want it to negatively affect us. Luca has honestly actually taken this a bit harder than I have. Um, I feel like women are we're really like. Strong and resilient. And sometimes the guys can be the one that they have a hard time with it. And he's very, if you can imagine, very emotional and he feels a lot. And so I wanted to be sure that me talking about it wasn't going to negatively impact him. Mm -hmm. And there definitely were months where he was like, no, it's I'm not ready for it to be out there. Honestly, we weren't ready to tell our family. That was the biggest thing. So... Yeah. So pretty much we decided um, after many months of going back and forth of like, is it time? No. Is it time? No. Now we finally decided it was time to put it out there. So.
1: Well, I commend you for that because it is hard. It is hard to put that piece of your heart on a table and be like, this is my life and people can take it as it is and they can do whatever they want with it. I t- It took me, I think we I, we actually haven't talked about it, but I know you reached out to me. Um, took me Oh, cool. almost ten months to get pregnant with Emerson—or wow. not Emerson. Sorry, my second baby yeah. right now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we yeah. have talked big, about yeah. that. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, it was really difficult, and mm-hmm. it's so hard to explain what you're going through. And everybody goes through. I think definitely a different process. Just like how people mm-hmm. grieve differently, it everyone it affects people differently. But there's always somebody out there that feels, like you said, ashamed or questioning. Well. Everyone else around me is getting pregnant and what is wrong with my body? What am I doing wrong or or whatever? So it's so hard to go through that
2: and then put it out there Mm -hmm. publicly. And I remember when you posted that, it made me feel better. And I I saw that and I was like,
1: I'm not the only (laughs) one, you know? So, yeah,
2: I think I also taking from that, if like that made me feel better, is like if I'm able to share this and help others, then I want to do that. Well, it is. It's
1: something that's not talked about enough. And the number of women out there dealing with infertility in different ways is, it's outstanding. Like, the numbers are crazy. And so... We are, we, nobody talks about it. So we're all feeling isolated. Right. So I think it's great that yeah. now you're doing it too.
2: I, I feel like it's getting worse, honestly, like the infertility rates. It or, is. I mean, I think that there's two sides of it. There's one side where we are talking about it more. So you mm-hmm. hear about it more thanks right. to social media. And maybe back in the day, like the, you know, 50s housewives, you know, just didn't talk about it. It was. Yes, you're totally right. Yeah. And so I I I genuinely haven't looked into rates, you know, dating back decades. But I do feel like because of stress, like the social media, you know, yeah. like especially for me, you know, and just all the things that we, you know, are carrying on our shoulders these days, I think that it's it's only unfortunately making it worse. So mm-hmm. definitely something that I, I'm still sorting through and learning how to manage it all. So what about you, Carly?
0: Um, well, Evan and I are going to start trying for a baby soon. And I, I have the same fears. Bef- um, I still think <coughs> Bella was like a miracle baby. I had I froze my eggs and I... Wow. Didn't um, I actually didn't get a lot of eggs. and so they the clinic thought that I would have a hard time conceiving. And then I had a doctor previous to them tell me that it would be hard for me to conceive. So <coughs> I really do think my daughter was like a miracle child, but I do have the same, you know, I'm we're obviously like I'm getting older and like it it does I think about it all the time. well, it could yeah. it could be, you know, two years, it could be a month. It could yeah. be, you know, nobody knows and they're, and I agree there is this um you know when we were in our like early 20s it was just like oh <laughs> people just got pregnant you know yeah. and then it's like oh we're in a different women get pregnant later and I feel like I don't know I'm just ha- I'm so happy that people are now talking about it because it makes every woman just feel less alone and I, I we have a podcast um Facebook group that you know women just go in there and you know lay it all out there yeah. just like you're doing right now and and just say, you know, some people say like, you ask for advice, but some people just say, Hey, can I have like a positive word of encouragement yeah. today because I'm really struggling. And I think it's beautiful now that we have the capability to give other women that. Yeah. And that people feel vulnerable enough to be able to yeah. even talk about it at all is just a beautiful
2: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I I've been getting a lot, like hundreds of if not in nearing the thousands of To now of DMs and everything about it, and a lot of women are like, "I'm so afraid. Like, I'm sending you love. I'm not there yet, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm afraid for when I get there." And I'm like, "No, (laughs) like, don't. (laughs) I don't want anyone to be afraid because, like, a everyone's different. You never know how your body's going to react. Right. And like, having that worry can like elevate your stress levels to where it could turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, to Mm -hmm. where you do have trouble because of that. So however it's supposed to happen, of course, which I, this is me trying to (laughs) internally give myself pep talk.
1: (laughs) No, it is true though. Like if you only focus on the negative, which I still think you should allow those feelings to be there and to process them, you shouldn't repress them because I feel like that can also stay in your body, giving yourself permission to feel everything. But to try to stay on the positive side, which Mm -hmm. is hard to do, especially when you're in that and you're getting... Each month, the negative test, and you're right. trying to figure out. Look well, now, what's the next step? What's the next step? But like you were saying, my dad. We talked about this before on the podcast. But my, I expressed to my dad one time how I was feeling like. I wasn't going to be able to conceive. And my dad looked at me and he was like, Do not say that to yourself. Oh. He's like, I want you to look in the mirror and say, I am a fertile myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I, I tell myself still all the yeah. time that just my body yeah. is healthy. Yeah. I'm a fertile myrtle. My body is <laughs> taking care of my baby. Jade and I love affirmations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. I am I definitely a believer it. in affirmations, yeah. even if they're silly. Because if you're telling yourself, we tell ourselves so many negative things. If we took the time to actually tell ourselves positive things, think about the effect. Yeah,
2: that's. Adorable that your dad told you that <laughs> he's the cutest. Um, and that reminds me of a, of another DM that I got. Um, I'm really close with my community, so like I always amazing. I try to like. It's hard when there's so many DMs, I can only get to a percentage of them, mm-hmm. but like I try, you know. And I've already forged like so many more like friendships throughout sharing, kind of going back and forth with each other's, you know, TTC journey. But I got one message and she was like, you know, how do you stay positive in this hmm. time frame? And the only thing that I could think of is that I think it's really important to know that your life as it is, is worth living. Yes. With or without a baby. It's, right. If you're looking for a baby to complete you or to bring more, of course, it's going to bring more happiness. But your life as it is, it's worth living. And if you're waiting for a baby mm-hmm. to make you whole, that is where I can see getting negatives being even more... You know, just like absolutely heartbreaking. Like they are no matter what, you know, whether your life is whole or you see it that way or not, it is. But just not putting all of your happy eggs, (laughs) you know, no pun intended, (laughs) in one basket. Always looking for the day when you're going to be happy, when you get that positive because you have to live life now. And so I think that was something that I got feedback that it helped um, a lot of women. And so, again, telling myself (laughs) internally to listen to my own advice. So
1: did you ever experienced like along the way other like emotions like the the heartache or
2: anger or anything like that? Yeah it's hard because I never want to admit that I am not happy for other people because I, I genuinely am but there is a point where after you're trying for so long and you see so many announcements that like it just kind of you know stabs and then keeps twisting it little by little by little, I feel like it kind of go, it went through waves. It was kind of like months one through six, I was kind of fine. Like nothing phased me. It was like, oh, it's going to happen anytime, anytime. And then months six to 12 is really when it was like, oh, every announcement was kind of really hurting. But at the same time, like I internally was even like, I'm so happy for them. But, you know. Yeah, I
1: feel like that's very normal. Yeah, Yeah, that is You can be happy
2: for them, but also just be like frustrated. Yeah. 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 I think that's valid. Yeah, I definitely felt it. And like, I felt partly guilty. But at the same time, like you said, you have to feel, you know, what you feel and get it out. And I feel like now I'm kind of in a point in time where I'm just like, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. You know, like I can't do much about it. And so we are currently not trying. It's our first month of not trying, which... The first month is hard of, you know, letting go of Mm -hmm. all the tracking. I deleted all of my apps. I'm not using the OPK, the ovulation predictor kits or anything. I'm not taking any. I was taking hormones for the last few months because of all the IUIs and I had to do injections Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So we kind of are just forgetting it all after our Italy trip. (laughs) If it doesn't happen, then we're going to look into IVF. Okay. How was taking all those hormones? Like what was that experience like? It was hard for me because I'm in the health and fitness arena. Mm. And so aside from that, um, something that people listening that know me might not know, but my dad was is has been addicted to prescription medication pretty much my entire life. And so I have always kind of grown up seeing that and knowing that I never wanted to be that. Mm -hmm. And so when I did start going down the path of having health problems um, in the very beginning, I started seeking health and fitness because I was like, I don't want to be put on this Mm -hmm. medication that the doctors are telling me that I need when I know that at this point in time, it's not chronic. It hasn't developed into something that I can't reverse on my own. So that is why I got into health and fitness. And so with them telling me that I need to take hormones and everything. And I also never want to knock a doctor's advice and prescription. I, I absolutely think that prescription medication has a place. And so I did take it. I wasn't thrilled. You know, it wasn't like, yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme. When it comes to having a baby, I'll, I'll do anything that, that a doctor is recommending. So I would say just a lot of like mood swings and, you know, uh, I don't want to say like anger, but just like the mood swings, happy, sad, angry, upset, you know. Um, so that was hard. Also for Luca to deal with the, you know, the (laughs) blowback of all that. Well, tell him to get ready because that sounds like pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Actually, that was always his his uh, kind of response is like, oh, like this is just a sneak peek. So. Oh, yeah. I think that kind of sums it up. I'm happy to not be on anything right now if I don't absolutely need it. Actually, I was on thyroid medication and I stopped taking it. And some people got really upset. Like on my YouTube video, they were like, why? Are you not taking your thyroid medication? Like, that is one of the main hormones that affects infertility. And it was more like my response was like, it, it it was just a precautionary. It was like, a oh, your levels are borderline. So like, mm-hmm. why not? But since we're in this time frame of where I'm trying to like reduce stress naturally, which can lower my thyroid levels, I wanted to try it out, you know? And and yeah. if I need to go back on it, I, I absolutely will. I'm
0: on so. thyroid medicine are every you, day. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it uh, Synthroid? Yeah. Uh, it's actually Armor. Okay, okay. Yeah. How do you find it? Well, I mean, if I don't take it, I'm like, I, I'm crazy, really? Yeah, oh my goodness. like okay. well, I can tell I can tell that my I get really tired and then also I have hypothyroid. Got so okay. I can tell I'm really tired or I'm incredibly irritable. Oh, okay. like within if because I take it every morning if I don't take it, I'm like, why am I so mad? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot to take my medicine. God. but I did for before uh, I was actually on it, I was trying to take natural supplements mm-hmm. to enhance my thyroid, but it just wasn't. Yeah, I probably didn't do it for long enough, but yeah. it wasn't giving me the the effect that, that this
2: does. But yeah. um,
0: I don't know. I, I I feel like I can't live without it. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
2: and that's, and in your case, you know, like it's absolutely vital for you. You know, in mine, like people were, p- people were talking to me as though I had like Hashimoto's or like Graves or all right. these, And I'm like, I don't have those. So, don't like, have, yeah, you know, yeah. also people need to like stop. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like,
1: everyone... Let people just live. Yeah. YouTube can kind of be... The comments sometimes, I'm like, well, I'm just not going to look at the YouTube comments. Really? They're, like, way different? They're... they're, Yeah, sometimes... Because sometimes there are people who find you who aren't, like, a part of your community. Mm -hmm. And Mm. they're judging you from an outside perspective. Whereas, like, Instagram... People who are following you are usually following you for a reason and they're connected to you. So sometimes YouTube, I'm just like, uh, you, you probably don't even, you've stumbled across my video. You probably don't even know who I am. So I'm just not, yeah, I'll take it like a grain of salt. Yes.
0: Well, and you're like a, you're a health and fitness expert. Like, you know how your body works and you know what your body needs.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to make an educated decision with my doctors. Like my doctors gave me the approval. You know, it's like you, I don't need to, you know, I I don't want to say I don't need to seek their, you know, advice from commenters because I do value their input, you know, and um, I don't want to turn anyone off to give me their advice because I, I have received a lot of great advice, but at the same time, yeah. You right.
0: Know. How did you get into health and fitness? You are having health problems. Yeah. So I
2: grew up eating fast food three times a day. Mm-hmm. Loved it. <laughs> I genuinely have Very a Very American. Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my dad, um, he commuted to work an hour, you know, two hours round trip every day. So like being a, a young girl, what am I going to do? I'm going to, you know, go to drive through Taco Bell or, right. you know, so yeah, I ate fast food my entire life. I saw nothing wrong with it. Um, and when I was 22, I was going to uh, class my senior year of college and I keeled over from like a pain in my stomach that was so sharp. I couldn't mm. stand. Ugh. Pretty much it was just from all the fast food. They didn't really tell me that at the time. They were like, here's the medication you oh, need for your course. digestive and GI issues. Gosh, they did that same thing to me. Why did they do that? Yeah, anyway. yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> conversation. But, yeah, so pretty much I did take the medication for a period of time, but I could tell that it was only covering up the issue. It wasn't getting down to the root cause. Absolutely. And so um, this was also the beginning of mine and Luca's relationship. Mm. He's Italian. They eat very fresh, whole natural foods. And so he was like, Anna, you can't eat goldfish crackers for dinner. I'm like, yeah, I can. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> They're delicious. And so it wasn't until, I also used the excuse of like, I work full time. I go to school full time. Like, I don't have time. Leave me alone. right? Um, And so when we moved to China, he was like, um you don't have that excuse anymore of like school and work like you have the time to take care of yourself now. And it was never for physical reasons, mm-hmm. you know, at all. And he loves to like say that. And I do, too. You know, like he was with me from the beginning, right. you know, and not that I was like huge or anything. I really didn't have like a lot of weight. Also, lose, Italian
0: love curvy. Women. Yeah,
2: exactly. He was not complaining. <laughs> yeah. So so but pretty much when we moved to China is when I just kind of threw myself into researching anything that I could, you know, fitness related, how to eat healthy. You know, this was in 2012. So there weren't, Instagram wasn't really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, There weren't all the apps and like eBooks out, you know, that there are today. And so I just kind of Googled everything. And I've always been a very like uh, moderate person. I don't like going to extremes on anything. And so mm-hmm. when it came to health and fitness, like You can find one extreme and then the complete opposite for the same topic on anything. And I knew that clearly there has to be a middle ground that is most accurate instead of like the extreme. So I just always tried to research both. And then I would share on Instagram what I was learning. Hmm. And I was, I had an Instagram page that I made um, because I was severely lacking motivation. I did not want to be on this journey, but I needed to be. So I just started sharing what I was learning, but I was anonymous. I didn't Mm. share pictures of myself for like a year. And I grew to like 250,000 followers in that time frame. Yeah. And so when I posted myself, it was like, you know. Oh my my, gosh. it's amazing. It just, I was embarrassed because it was complete, the complete opposite from what I grew up as and like my friends, like knowing me as and like, I just, I really needed a place to be to kind of do my own thing and not be under the microscope of friends and family. So I didn't tell anyone for a year. No no one on Instagram, no one even knew about my Instagram page at that point in time. Wow. Wow. And so I shared my transformation and that's when it just like Blew up, and you know, I I created my first guides. I got certified. Um, so I had I came out with the fit body guides in 2015. So those are like my 12 week programs. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had those for about two and a half years, and when then we released the app in 2006. December 2017, the Fit Body app. So Fit Body Guides, Fit Body app. Um, and so they have like my workout programs, my meal plans and everything. And my community is the FBG community. And so, yeah. So it's kind of where it all started in China just because I was wow. hating life <laughs> and needing to <laughs> work out. So. so
0: what did it start as food and a transformation of that and then move to like, like workouts? It, or was it all like together? All together. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like this to me, like the gym is a very intimidating experience. Yeah. So what, what, what was like the moment, like, okay, I'm going to the gym. And then were you like hooked or was it like a struggle?
2: I would say, so I started with lifting. I okay. always kind of like understood some people really like do not, the whole lifting idea for women, they get really scared by it. And I've always just been like, no, that's the way that you sculpt the body, right. you know, like right. for, for women, like. So anyways, I always was like, yeah, I'm going to lift, but it was never anything hardcore. I think that I never went, I didn't go like from zero to 60 again, not not mm-hmm. to an extreme. It was just like, I want to feel good. Again, it wasn't for looks really, it was for my health. And so mm-hmm. it was like, I want to feel strong. I want to increase my metabolism. I want to do this and that. And so um, I would say that Probably the thing that I needed to kind of ease into was the eating because it was a learning process. It right. was like, you know, okay, I'm going to switch regular potatoes for sweet potatoes, but can I still add sour cream? Yeah. <laughs> <You know, laughs> I was like, "Try Sour which, cream is life." I know. I know which, which now it's it's actually funny because how I started eating in the very beginning of my journey is very different to what I eat now. Oh, Back really? then it was like, um, yeah, cut out all dairy. Like no white potato, like white, you know, white rice or like, but now I'm like, you can eat everything. It's just in moderation Mm -hmm. and within the amount that your body needs. So, right. Yeah.
1: Which I think is great because I feel like when we finally get that switch and we're like, I'm going to get in shape, I'm going to take control of my health and I'm going to eat better and work out. Sometimes we just feel like we can't give ourselves anything, you know, like you were saying, sometimes I don't want to go to the gym. You know what? I don't. And I feel like that's a great message because when we see these influencers or whoever on Instagram, where we're like, oh my gosh, they're dedicated. They go 100% all the time, and it's it's a lot of pressure. Right. So I feel like it's it's good to have the moderation yeah. and to understand that. And be like, you know what, I do want rice today, so you know yeah. I'm going right. to have some rice, absolutely. Right.
2: Yeah, I do think it's so important to not put those restrictions on yourself and to not try to be perfect. Like there are influencers and fitness people that they're like, fitness is my life. And I'm like, good for you. You There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's their life and what they're passionate about. I am passionate about it too, but like I want it to work into my life to where I can also not worry about going out and eating cake or Taco Bell, you know, like in moderation, of course, you know. And so I think that's where kind of my community started really getting really strong and kind of just growing and growing is because women were kind of sick of seeing the perfect image Mm. of the woman who works out and never has any cravings. Whereas, and again, if that's how they feel and that's their truth, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that there's another um, area of the market that was largely underserved, at least in the beginning of the Instagram world Mm -hmm. to where it was like, woman just wanted someone that's like, hey, it's okay. Like you don't have to be perfect. Also, you know, work out to feel badass and strong. Yeah, you right? Know? Like, you don't have to work out to just look a certain way. And the the funny thing is, is that when you let go of working out to look a certain way and you just work out to feel strong and empowered, you end up actually getting there. And it's just a yeah. much more mentally and emotionally healthy spot to be in. I like that. I like so, that too. Good message.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. So. <laughs> working out has always been like before like uh, the Bachelor in Paradise. I remember I worked out like so hard with a trainer, but I had not worked out before. So working out to me was always like, you have to go so hard every single day and you have to change your diet. And so it really like, I don't know, it got in my head as like this thing that was like, you have to change your whole life to look this way. And so my husband goes to the gym every day and he's like, come with me. And I'm like, no, because I know. then I'll go like crazy in my head and be like, I have to go every single day and then I have to eat right every day or I'm going to feel the guilt of doing this. But you're totally right. Like you just need to go to feel good and feel strong Mm -hmm. and eat things and you know bad things right eat well, bad things in moderation yeah. and you can s- still feel and look Absolutely. great and like the gym
2: right exactly <laughs> not hate it yeah right 80 20 is kind of my eating approach where you eat healthy 80 percent of the time the other 20 percent, you can eat you know completely guilt-free it's not going to affect your progress mm-hmm. and i think it's it's important for your mental and emotional yeah. sanity you know it really is it's such a mental thing yeah I want to ask about working out on The Bachelor. So can I can I just <laughs> yeah. make an admission really quick though? Do you guys know I'm such a fangirl of like Bachelor uh, Nation, uh, oh, you yeah. know? So I just did the podcast with Caitlin yeah. and I was so embarrassed to admit it. I like didn't say anything afterwards. I was like, I should have told her, but oh I didn't gosh. want to seem like such a geek. I love so. that. We love The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're fans ourselves. Yeah, we still we're watch fans. Right? We so watch, yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to hear, you know, like, oh gosh. It, do oh gosh. they... Do they promote, you know, eating healthy? I hear that people just like end up gaining weight. And- actually, they don't. I think it's like the one because
1: you're under such high stress and they they will give you uh, gym time or workout time, um, but they actually don't. They give you a list or grocery list and you can write whatever you want to eat while you're in the house and the handlers will bring it in. So if you have dietary restrictions or you eat something like some girls like they always on our season had to have apple cider vinegar and everyone was like (laughs) apple cider vinegar shots which is great it's really good good for your health but um you can eat whatever you want but they also have jars and jars and jars of candy cookies alcohol unlimited well now it's limited now but back then it was it was was unlimited alcohol two drinks an hour or something um (laughs) and you're stressed so, yeah. what do you girls do? We all get together when we're stressed and we eat. eat. Yeah, so, Paint your nails and eat. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you start traveling, they have catered in food and they do like five meals a day.
0: And yeah. It's a lot gosh.
1: of food and a lot of like snacks. Like you can, you I can mean, walk down the hall and get a snack anytime you want. Yeah, but I mean, it kind of I mean, sounds like heaven. Yeah, well, <laughs> you <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody, g- I gained, I want to say I gained eight pounds and they say uh, uh, pretty much average is about 10. I know even Colton said he gosh. gained, I think he said yeah. 50, 10, 15 pounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I, if, what's funny is like, I, I like to drink and I didn't really drink on The Bachelor because I was just so until the end. I was so nervous. I was going to make a oh. fool out of myself. We
1: we made a pact. <laughs> yeah. Because oh we were like one drink
0: every cocktail party. Yeah. I think we had
1: yeah one or two drinks when there was a cocktail party. Yeah. because Was we were, it the night that I wasn't
0: with you that I got really drunk. I think so. Whoops. I needed Jade. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you're a person like I have food allergies, so I was able to like write things down and I couldn't eat the candy, you know, so I actually, I think ended up losing weight because I didn't, I didn't have the things always like, especially when we're traveling to eat. Like Jade used to be like, she cannot eat this. Why are you serving this to her? You know that she's gluten free. Like she used to fight for me. I'd get a lot of salads. so sweet. But um. But there were a lot of things I couldn't eat, so for me it was different. But, you know, if you have, like, in the house, you can put down whatever you want. Um, And then there's obviously, like, there's a yard, there's, like, a pool. Like, you can work out. You can bring things to help you work out. I think um, Jillian, she brought some bands and stuff. Bands or jump ropes or something, but... I but don't they know. don't say like you should go work out, right? Yeah, you still you have know? to be self motivated.
2: Totally. And same thing with the food. You can ask for the food, but like if yeah. all the junk
0: is there, you still have to. Hundred percent. It's still your decision what you're putting yeah. in your mouth or what you're doing with your body. Yeah. Like I Jade d- used to do lunges. I used to. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, "Let's do lunges tonight." I'm like, "I'm oh. gonna serve. be like, I ate that brownie. and Now we have to do lunges." <laughs> I'm like, Aww. "I didn't eat the brownie, so I get to <laughs> sit yeah. here."
2: Watch you. <laughs> <laughs> My low key, not not serious, but like I wouldn't say no. Goal is to like I would love to be like the in-house trainer for the girls on The Bachelor. That would be <laughs> like such a fangirl dream. I don't think they would ever do that, but hey, yeah,
1: I wish hey, they we found We
2: found some, I know.
1: <laughs> I think on, honestly, my I guess insight on this is if you're working out, you're feeling good and your mental health is better. And yeah. they don't always want no, they don't your want mental health. They, want to crazy. Uh, they will not they will yeah. provide a space if you want to. They're not gonna tell you you can't work out because right. that's insanity. And, and they, they could go. get probably get in trouble for that. But they also would dislike it if you were a little bit crazy. We actually we used to do meditation in the morning and they told me to stop doing meditation yeah. with you're the girls.
2: Kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of bad that's bad yeah that they, they don't want you grounded because right. then yeah. there's no drama <gasps> yeah. oh my gosh yeah. that's kind of sad I mean I'm not surprised mm, interesting yeah they just try mm-hmm. to I'm keep you
0: that. like even in paradise there's like no air conditioning and you're sleeping in sandy beds and I mean, you just feel oh. gross all the time. They just want to make yeah. you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And on
2: edge. Yes. And on yeah. Edge. yeah. And they'll be there yeah, <laughs> right. you know, waiting. I, <laughs>
0: yes. I think
2: the lead, I think the lead
1: is allowed to work out. So if there ever was a yeah. personal trainer, the lead oh, probably yeah. could get all right, one. All right. They get more privileges. Okay. yeah. So we're going into the bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I know Colton said he was allowed to listen to music when <sighs> they were filming. Unfair. And we were the, yeah. in the house. You're not allowed to le- no listen music. to music. Yeah. Oh
2: my gosh. So
1: yeah, they would like play us like. I th- that was when
0: was it? Shake it off that came out. Yes, and yeah, our <laughs> season was the Shake It Off season, and like they would play like they were like Taylor Swift just came out with new music, and we'd be like, please let us oh, listen, and God. we'd get like one song, like oh, one song God. every three days. Yeah, it was
1: like candy. We're like, Me, please, please, oh, anything and from only the because, outside world, only because Elon loves Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's true. So that's he the was only like, you got to listen to this. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's so Aww. true. Oh man.
1: Um. Do you have a pregnancy fit like
2: workout or do you think you'll do you think yeah. you'd ever make one? So I absolutely will. I haven't up to now just because I feel like without going through that myself, I can't speak to mm-hmm. what you need during pregnancy. And so I actually um, for my personal training training. Um, certification renewal, you have to like take a new course. And so my next one's going to be like the postpartum pregnancy pregnancy um, yeah. certification. So um, nice. so yeah, I'm just waiting, you know, yeah. any day now. So my my workouts are overall for the most part, like you can do them, you know, as long as you have doctor's clearance. And it's right. always like you can do whatever you are, were already doing before you got pregnant. You never want to start something new when you're pregnant. Of yeah, course. right. So
1: that's, like, something I'm currently trying to get back into because my first trimester was so... Oh, my gosh. I had the worst morning sickness. And I literally wanted to do nothing. I was just throwing up and couldn't... Really. You can't
0: do anything, though, Jade, when you're throwing up.
1: Like, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, Go I walk mean, on a treadmill and, like, pull the cup My energy was zero. Vomit? My energy was zero. My mood was zero. Oh. <laughs> like, I was throwing up all the time. And so now I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better and I want to get back into working out. But yeah. it's also, like, I sort of worked out beforehand, but then I took three or four months where I wasn't working out. So now I'm like, I don't know what my body can handle right now. But mm-hmm. it's been proven that keeping your body healthy during pregnancy is so much healthier for your labor and your yes. recovery. And so that's something I want to make sure I'm not losing. But it's also like I don't even know where to start now. Tanner was like, We should start go running. I'm like, Do you think uh, I you can? should just I don't go run right running walks? You should no. go and walk. We walk. Yeah.
0: It's been
2: so rainy in LA. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, it's true. just walk in around your house. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: just keep walking, um, never
2: stop. There <laughs> have been so many girls like in that have done my programs that they have all they already had a kid before and then they had one kind of after and I've gotten so many messages that they're like my labor was so much easier after doing your programs because of how much like just your core is stronger you know and just i feel like also your overall endurance is improved you know Mm -hmm. so it abs like i can tell you right now like so many women have reached out about that
1: yeah and
2: yeah and as far as um what you can do i mean we can talk about that later but you know anything low intensity that's like you know lightweight based like it shouldn't be a problem at all
1: yeah my
2: butt Is like
1: a pancake from laying down for three
0: months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: my
2: God.
1: Here, take some of mine because mine's gotten Oh no, it's wide, but it's as flat. (laughs) I miss Um, it. I I still think you have a cute butt, Jade. Oh, thank
0: you. (laughs) I don't
1: look at it right now. Oh Oh, man. Well, is there anything else that, like, where can our listeners go and find you if they
2: want to follow along? And they want to relate to you. Yeah. So on Instagram at Anna Victoria um, and on YouTube is where I'm sharing kind of like our whole like trying to conceive journey. Um, and so just YouTube.com slash Anna Victoria, pretty much Anna Victoria, wherever on the social platform. Well, oh, so, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> that's and the app is a Fit Body app. And well, we're sending Fertile Myrtle vibes yes, your thank way. You. Yeah, yes. I am receiving all of them. <laughs> thank okay. you. I need them. So, yeah. yeah,
1: I really do think I mean, I'm just going to end on this too, but I really do think, I mean, whatever you think is prayer or whatever, when yeah. people are putting positive things out there, I feel like it really does make a difference. I
0: totally agree.
1: So I totally agree. We're we're putting the vibes, prayers, affirmations, All the whatever things. you want to call yeah. it, we're putting it out there. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming of on. Of course. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. a fangirl moment. <laughs> completely, but I'm we're happy fangirling happy to- too. <laughs> happy to talk about this and, you know remove the taboo aspect of it all so I appreciate the opportunity
0: thank you for doing that we all appreciate it
2: (laughs) bye everybody (laughs) bye
1: from the Westwood One podcast network